Hello, my name is Tom Boone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Simple Flying Podcast, where we usually give you the lowdown on the latest news from the world of commercial aviation. This week, it's Joe's turn to travel around Europe, so I'm joined by Alejandro Nunez Vicente, the founder and CEO of Chez Long, to discuss his revolutionary idea for aircraft seating. Alejandro, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Thomas, for having me, and I, uh, it's quite an honor to be here on this on this podcast, ready to answer all your questions. Super. Well, there's some tough ones coming up, but <laughs> let's start <laughs> easy. So um, Chez Long is one of the more outside-of-the-box products that I saw last week at AIX. Let's start by telling us a little bit about the product, how it was born, and you know what's changed since the first draft three years ago. Okay, yeah, okay, that's a good starting point. Uh, this was a university project that I was working for at TU Delft. Uh, it was about the economy class seat of the future. Mm. So I was given a lot of freedom to think out of the box and come up with different ideas. Uh, the idea of the double decker was one of the main ones uh, pushed by my tutor, Peter Vink. He was like, you need to try to put passengers on two different levels to take more advantage of the space. So it all started like that. And I decided to to go uh, ahead and design a seat that is on two different levels. Uh, first, first, we started with very simple boxes just to put the passengers in place, you know. But the more and more time I, I spent, the more I realized that this could actually be a real product flying. So we decided to put more time and more effort into making it a realistic airplane seat that we could fly, not today, but maybe in a couple of years. Mm. And, um, you know, just kind of describe it to our, our listeners who maybe, I know it's, it's, you really need to see a picture to, to understand it, but if you can kind of give our listeners just a sort of brief explanation of what the, the product is. All right. Yeah. I, I always say that a picture is worth a, a thousand words, right? So showing you a picture, you would understand everything. But mm. basically what we are trying to develop is an economy class seat with more space per passenger. And we achieved this by putting passengers on two different levels. You would have the lower level, which is at the same height that the seats are nowadays. And then you have the upper level, which you have to access by two steps that go a little bit up or yeah, a little bit higher, uh, so that every other row is at a different at a different level. Uh, by this, I mean that you have a lower level, then in front an upper level, then again a lower level, upper level, and it goes uh, like that. So basically, the idea is that you get to optimize the space inside the cabin because the airplane is always a circle, is a tube. So we optimize the space inside the central the central part of the cabin, and we are able to put the same amount of passengers, not more, the same, and I want to emphasize that. And at the same time, we can give every single passenger in the economy class more space. Yeah, Hope that I, works. Yeah, I, well, I remember uh, trying it out. I think I was the first person to run onto the, the model last week. And, uh, you know, I was really amazed by how much space um, you had to stretch out your legs um, on the lower level. Um you know, I do keep bumping into you at all of these shows and conventions around the world. It was AIX last week. Um, before that, we were at Red Cabin. And then before that, there were, we were at the UAE in March. So, um, you know, you've been getting a lot of inter industry feedback at each time. I know uh, all of these events are really very industry focused. Can you tell me the general response that you've been seeing from people in the industry? Well, it's it's quite a mix of uh, yeah, I would say mixed feelings from mm. from people. They of course love innovation and they like people trying new things in the economy class, which hasn't changed for over thirty years now. Uh, but at the same time, of course, they see 
one passenger on top of the other one and they are like, is this, is this safe? Is this comfortable? Do you like, would you like having someone in front of you? Well, those questions are only answered when you sit on the prototype and you get to really feel the space that you get the extra space, as you were saying in the lower row, for example, you can fully stretch your legs Mm -hmm. and in the upper row, the knee clearance with the, with the, with the wall in front of you is so far that you will never touch it. But uh, yeah, looking at a picture is hard to describe. As I was saying before, uh, a picture, uh, an image is worth 1,000 words. But even then, you still need to try the prototype to be fully convinced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we get a lot of feedback from the aviation industry. And they really like the idea of new economy class seats available. It doesn't mean that every single airline out there will have double-decker seats in the future or double-level seats in the future. But for sure, some airlines will want to to improve their passengers' uh, comfort. And by the only way to do this in the economy class, I'm sorry to say it, but it's by putting passengers on two different levels now. Mm. And I know when uh, we were talking before, you mentioned the... Um You've seen airlines coming to you and saying that they are interested in it, and I know you probably can't tell me any names, but um, you know it's it's you know you said it's mixed, but in terms of just the people from the airlines who are interested in the seats, is that still a sort of a roughly fifty-fifty mix, or more positive, more negative? I would say it's more positive. Every single airline out there would like to have a different economic class than the others, you know, and if it's mm. more innovative, more comfortable, more spacious, but still get the same number of passengers on board, I guess every single airline would be like, okay, let's go for this option. If mm. it's actually flying and if it's actually viable uh, in mm. terms of money or of how much it costs. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to meet the airline needs and requirements, which are very simple. Don't make it more expensive than the current economic class seats mm. and don't get rid of any of the passengers that we have now in the economic class. They don't want to put more. Most of the airlines are okay with the number of passengers that they already have, mm. but they don't want to lose passengers. And that's yeah. one of the things. So those are the main two requirements from them. And of course, there's the weight requirement. They all want to have the same weight or even less weight, aiming for more sustainability and efficiency. And those are all the things that we are trying to tackle in order to satisfy the airline and make the airlines happy. We have a lot of interest from all of them. As I was saying before, they are all interested in having a product that no other airline has, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it's going quite well in that sense. And of course, when they have tried it, when they actually sit on it, they get to experience the benefits of the seat. So, yeah, for me, it will be a no-brainer when this seat is finally in production and flying. But for now, it's a concept. So we still need some more push from the industry, more feedback, and, of course, more direction, which is why we go to all these shows around the world. Mm. And, um, you know, as we kind of touched on, the project isn't without its critics. I've seen, you know, people say we don't need to reinvent the wheel, that um, (laughs) it will never pass certification because it's so different and that, um, you know, airlines will never want to change it. So what would you say to all of the critics of the Chaise Long? Well, I mean... 140 years ago, uh, everyone thought, oh, we will never be able to fly. We are not birds. We cannot jump just into a into an object and fly. Well, look mm. at us nowadays, right? We change of country more than we change <laughs> of, I don't know, clothing sometimes because we're traveling so much. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I mean, people are always naysayers. Like they, they like to say this is not going to happen. Mm. But then... That is fuel for the people who want to prove them wrong. So for me, that's that's the best thing that can happen. You know, having people saying this is not going to happen makes me want to make it happen faster in mm. in some way. If you if you know what I'm saying. But uh, the idea is that yeah, of course, 
innovation at first is always a little bit striking and you might not like it straight away. But the more we develop it and the more we focus it on the passenger and the more we try to tackle all the problems that we have on the economic class now, I believe that this will be a game changer and people will start to appreciate it once it's flying. You know, mm -hmm. they will they will be thankful that someone out there, someone was crazy enough to break all the all the convictions of the aviation industry in order to change how we fly in the future. Mm. I definitely get what you're saying there about, um, you know, people don't like change at first. Um, yeah. I must say when we were in the UAE uh, back in March was when Emirates launched its new livery. And I saw the pictures of this and I was like, no, 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 this is horrible. Uh, but then we, when I was leaving um, from Dubai, we taxied past the new livery and actually in person, I think it looks stunning. Um, so um, I definitely see, see your point there. Um, in Great. terms of certification, I know you, you, you've mentioned that you've got a big um, paper already written about uh, how it would be certified. Can you sort of um, talk a bit more for our listeners about how, where you are in terms of certifying the idea and um, the sort of hurdles that you've got to overcome um, to do that? Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we are working on the certification right now. I think I mentioned it last week uh, mm. to a lot of people, but most people ignore that, which is actually the most important part of this project. We are working on the certification with an, a, an agency or a, or a company called SWS Certification, and they basically have certified all the innovative seating solutions for the economy class uh, in the industry. Uh, from this, I'm talking the SkyNest, uh, which is the triple bunk bed of Air New Zealand that just was rolled out this year mm. uh, and then also the sky couch which is also an innovation from air new zealand for the economy class in which you can have a flat bed in the economy class if you book a row of three seats so we are working with sws because they believe in the idea and they believe that they have uh, enough knowledge and enough enough experience in order to certify a challenging seat like ours and they, from from the minute one, they said, "Okay, let's let's study this. It's a complex idea. It's it's hard. It's challenging." But after some study and after coming to visit the first prototype that we made last year, uh, they were convinced. They were like, "Okay, uh, this will be challenging, and it it will of course be a tough road." But we believe that it can be certified if we if we really apply some some engineering and some creativity into this. It will go through the current certification standards that we have. So yeah, it's it was it was amazing when we had those news, you know, because the worst the worst thing about for us was not knowing if this could be certified. But we had Nigel and Phil from SWS. They are actually the owners and the ones that, that manage everything. They came to visit the prototype and while they were seated there, they said, Okay, I think now we believe on this idea and probably it's the it's the right time to jump on it before you get into deeper engineering, you know, and then things have to re be redone again. Mm. They they just perfect moment they jumped in with us and they are now pa partners and sponsors of the company of Cheslong and are actually developing a document with us in order to have all the pre-certification requirements that then mm. we will need to be sticking in you know having yeah. having to complete all these processes and um I'm, I'm not super clued up on the the world of uh, seating certification so once yeah. you have this certification it would it then be you know anyone could put it on a plane or then it would need to go to the FAA and EASA to or Boeing or Airbus to separately certify no no the idea is that you certify with all the with all the regulatory bodies right so it's mm. it would be certified with EASA with the FAA and with with the CAA all at the same time in order for it to be able to fly across the whole world, basically. Mm. 
So yeah, the idea is that we will certify it with them and do the tests that they require us to do. And then once we have the final production seat, then it will be it will, it will be tested to the limits, you know, mm. like economy class and business class seats uh, are tested nowadays. So we will go through the exact same testing. And we are hoping that as we started with the certification so early in the process, we will have achieved uh, all, the, all the requirements or we will have gone through all the requirements before that actually tests happens mm. in order for us to, to not spend a lot of money in the testing, which is actually the worst part. Yeah, no, I, I can totally imagine that. Um, just looping back um, to another thought I had, you know, we talked about airline response. Um, obviously, when we were chatting uh, in AIX, you were telling me that the the idea is more the the, the framework for the double uh, two levels of seating rather than the seat itself. Um, is that that's correct, right? Well, the idea is that we are building a structure, a double mm. level structure in which you would be at some point able to attach any type of seat. So mm. you wouldn't be necessarily done from one seat manufacturer, although it's all, always an option that one seat manufacturer decides to take this product on board and then all the seats that go on top of the structure are from the same manufacturer. Mm. But the idea for now is that we have a platform where you can install your seats. So the only thing that you would need to make is attachments on the row of seats that you already are producing in order to be able to fit it on the shelf long and then make sure that they can go through certification mm. altogether so structure and the seat structure but yeah that, that's one of the ideas you know we are still early in the process but of course it's the best time because now mm. we are able to decide in which direction we want to go it's not as if we had spent two years in development and then uh, an idea comes out from a seat manufacturer and we have to redo and rebuild everything mm. so yeah the idea is that we are creating the double level platform uh, for economy class and this year we announced also the premium economy and with this platform we hope that airlines will be able to attach their, their favorite seat, favorite seats into mm. into the you know so if you have uh, as i was saying before the, the seat the chaiselong structure would for now go only in the central row of the aircraft and then you would have two outbounds so the window seats and basically the idea is that you can be you can put the same seats through through the whole cabin mm. and um you know aix there were loads of seat manufacturers there i lost count on my two hands of how many i was talking to um over the few days how has the response been from them in comparison to airlines well, they are shocked. They are mm. shocked, you know, because at the beginning, I, I think most of them thought, oh, this is just another uh, university project that will just stay there. Uh, but with the pass of time, they see us coming again and again mm. and to more events, and they get to meet us in every single place of the world where we go to actually promote our seat. So now I think there has been a, sh a shift in their mindset, and now mm. they st start to believe that this will be uh, an option in the future for for the economic class, right? So that's a big market for most of the seed manufacturers, and they know that this could be a potential opportunity. So we've seen them this year uh, more willing to speak to us and more willing to understand the concept. So they came, they sat on it, they have tried it, and they have given us even their feedback on what they think uh, could be changed or improved. And that's that's the way to go, you know. We need to these conversations to happen in order to make sure that the final passenger in the end gets the best product. Mm. And um, sort of touching on that, you know, you said you're traveling around the world with the idea, and uh, I, I know that you are because I keep seeing you. Um, <laughs> how important is it for you to be at these different ranges of events? Because um, I assume 
you know, while you keep bumping into me at every one, I assume generally you're seeing different people at each one. Um, but sort of what what's the sort of the emphasis behind sort of making yourself as well known as you are? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the world is big. The world mm. is very big, but the aviation industry is very small. And you probably know that already. Like you get to meet the same people over and over again because there are a few decision makers in the industry. We have a mm. lot of employees for airlines and for for big corporations and manufacturers, but then you only have like five or six decision makers per company. So that mean, that means that all the decisions jump on those on the, are are based on those uh, people, and then mm. they have to be there in when the conversations are happening. So we try to be there as well, and we we know that different parts of the world have different decision makers. So we need to be everywhere in order to meet all of them and in order to start the conversation it's not that we are selling it to them directly we're just starting to cut the conversation and starting to to create an impact in the way they think before it was like nah the economic class will stay the same forever now it's like maybe there's a new option new range of opportunities coming up in the future and we want to be that future so to be honest is the only way we can prove people that economic class will be better at some point in in the coming years. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you briefly just then mentioned about your uh, premium economy plans as well, or a bit earlier about premium economy. So, you know, mm -hmm. tell me what, what's next for Chaise Long and you and um, the, the sort of coming years? All right. We are still a startup. So mm. we are self-funded with the help of our investors and of course of our sponsors who have given everything for us to be where we are. Mm. Uh, so basically the idea is that we will keep developing the economy class. Now we have started with a new range of products which will be the premium economy and it's fully customizable per airline. So you will be able to have 10 different types of shares long that have double level seatings but don't look the same at all mm. uh, and we are working on that you know so that every single airline gets their own premium experience in the premium economy and beyond so with this i also want to say that the premium economy is not the only thing that we have been developing in one, in the past year we have started developing another range of products that you will probably hear more of in the in the coming I, years and yeah, I, I think i've seen them already uh, if i'm if i'm not mistaken but i won't spoil that for our listeners <laughs> great great yeah you you will you will be able to test them very soon actually mm. we're starting to build them as well uh, but yeah we are we are developing the double level idea as a whole you know we don't want mm. just double level to be for the economy class or for the premium economy. We want to extend it throughout the whole industry, throughout the whole range of cabins that we have nowadays in order to optimize the space. Because if I'm honest with you, all the airplanes would have one thing in common and is that they are all tubes. Mm. So that hasn't changed yet. It will change in the future, hopefully. But you can optimize the space on the tube much better if you take advantage of mm. the central part of the tube, which is not used you only have the overhead storage compartment, but it's not really being used in a in an optimized or efficient way. So we know that it can be applied to every single type of aircraft, and we will be there in the in the future. Super, and um, you'll be there in the future. But I know next week you guys are going to be in Paris. So uh, what can we expect to see from you guys at the Paris Air Show next week? Well, we will keep promoting the idea of the shares long economy and premium economy, and for that we will bring a virtual reality headset, so you mm. will be able to put the virtual reality glasses and you will be able to sit on the seat while you are inside an airplane cabin. So you will actually get to feel the whole environment because mm -hmm. one thing that we have prototype now is that it's standing on a big hole, you know, with big 
tall walls so uh, and ceilings, so you don't get to really experience that aircraft-sized uh, uh, environment. But with the virtual reality that we're bringing, uh, you can actually sit on it and actually see how it feels inside an airplane cabin with economy class seats on your on your two sides, with the ceiling, with the yeah, with the flat ceiling solution. Uh, so yeah, people will be able to actually experience the seats as it is meant to be experienced inside mm. an aircraft. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to drag my colleagues along, um, along to see it. But um, I think that's that kind of wraps up my my line of questioning for now. So, thank you so much for joining us today, Alejandro. Of course, thank you so much for giving us a voice. We know that we are very small in the aviation industry, but we are trying to make steps in order to change how everyone flies in the future. And it's thanks to you guys that give us this space to actually share our idea that we will be able to make it uh, at some point and change the life of millions of passengers traveling each day, each day. So yeah, thank you so much, Thomas. And I, I cannot wait to meet you in Paris and mm. in all the other shows coming up this year. No worries. Well, thank you for, for joining us. And uh, I think that's about all we've got time for on today's podcast, but we hope you enjoyed it and we welcome any feedback at editorial at simpleflying.com. For more great content, you can visit our website at simpleflying.com or find us on social media. Simply search for Simple Flying. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.